Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Hart, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team here with Becky Ivins. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, we are it, Mark and I will be our own guests today on the show, and I want you to call in and participate with us on this. The number to call in is 405-840-1000. That's 840-1000. We'd love for you to just join the conversation today with us. Well, and one thing, one reason why you will want to is to go to the new Casa Perico restaurant. It is nice and bright and conveniently located on May yeah. Avenue. Uh, just north of Hefner Road on the west side. It's beautiful, just clean. It's one of those things that, I mean, all the restaurants are clean. They keep everything, but this one's just brand new. Yeah, it, it's really nice. So anyway, I've got some certificates to give out uh, for a free lunch, and that is not a buy one, get one. You will get a free lunch. <laughs> so, uh Mark, you just there's an article in the paper, right? Yeah, so I, I thought this would be a great conversation for for us to have and to have with our listeners. Uh, we get asked all the time, "How's the market? What's happening in the market? Tell me what's." And do you know what my response is? What's your response to that? Is well, what market are you considering? Are you an investor? Are you thinking about selling? Are you thinking about purchasing? Because the market's different. Yeah. Uh, in are are you into commercial property? I mean, there's a difference. There's lots of different markets. Overall, right now, the market is I would consider not stable. Okay, I don't want to say it's unstable. It's just not real stable because the prices have dipped down a little bit, but not in all areas. Some areas it's gone, the homes have gone up in value. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what. And, and the Oklahoman had a really, I, I mean, overall, it was a really well done article. I, I would tell you, most of the time when I read an article about real estate, there's inaccuracies that are in it, there's slanted views, there's uh, often right now, there's a lot of pessimism that out, out there in, in the marketplace. And, and in truth, there's a lot of positives that are happening, and there's a lot of, and there's some negatives, and they're in pockets. And that's what, you know, I would agree with you over, it's, there is not a, a homogenous market. It is not all the same in all price categories or in all locations. I know this morning, I, as we were talking, I asked you, well, what, uh, is the median price range for Oklahoma City because the average price range has gone up. Yeah. Yep. That. To three hundred eleven. It had it was down to like two ninety two, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So it it had dipped. Um Maybe and, even and that's further. kind of you know, the, the, you have some normal up and downs in the market and the the high point it was it was at three oh eight and then it went down to two eighty six. Okay. And then it went back up to to uh to 311 uh but then you get to the median price point so that is where you know half of the homes are more half the homes are less and that is 242,000 so 
what does that tell us in the market is if the I mean, why do we care about a median if we know the average? Well, there's a big disparity between those two numbers. Yeah. Right? So it's what, 246 for the median? 242 for the median. 242 for the median. Okay. Well, that means that there are more higher priced houses that have sold. Yeah. It, it takes out some of the extremes, extreme highs and the extreme lows. Right. Which, you know, the, the it, you have a further way to go in the extreme highs in, yes. in our market. Yes, you do. Because yeah. they're, the, the luxury homes are far above the average home yeah. is what that kind of says. And they've been selling. So that's kind of unusual yeah i had a conversation last night with uh, um, a lawyer who was wanting to ask he was asking how's the market in the upper end of homes the above average homes and i was telling him it was like it's a it's a great time to buy at that <laughs> because there's a lot of negotiating power that's happening things that um things that were selling above asking price now right. or not they're 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 selling at asking prices or with concessions or so with the upper end uh, of our area we're seeing a lot of i think we're seeing a lot more negotiations happening than sure are. the below average yeah price and point. uh average again being 311 yeah. and mean or or the median yeah being 242? 242. That was a good car, wasn't it? In one there, too far. Yeah. So what what do we make of this locally? I mean, because if half the homes that are selling are selling for 242 or less, uh, what, what do we make of that? So, I mean... I, that's a great question to you overlooking you've looked over this for for many years yes so when you see that what does it mean to you becky well it means that the affordable home for the average family uh is affordable i mean you know like it hasn't yeah. been for a couple of years almost three years now the prices have been so high that most folks can't afford to purchase them but now they can afford the purchase price, but the zinger is the interest rate, right? Now, it doesn't make sense to hold off purchasing to wait for the interest rate to come down because property prices in the areas most people want to live in are still continuing to rise. I mean, that's quite an increase from the number of what was it uh 286 mm-hmm. 286,000 it is now 311,000 yeah. dollars well if the difference there is quite a lot so what is that about $25,000 or so yeah uh the interest rate for $25,000 you can go up quite a bit in interest rate and still have the same payment as you had at the lower interest rate yeah a lower interest rate. I'm not sure the very lowest, you're not going to get that. But if it does go down, the interest rate goes down, 
you're going to see a rush of refinance. And the refinances are going to be more affordable than what, because there will be a competition for refinance business. So supply and demand. If you've got a lot of people wanting to refinance and you have a certain number of companies, the rates will be, and the origination fees will Mm -hmm. likely be negotiated downward on the refinance. Mm. So because it it does cost money to refinance, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to loan you. And I'll tell you one thing. The mortgage companies do not have loyalty. Like your bank might have loyalty to you because you've had a, you've banked there for 30 years. But the mortgage companies would just as soon have a new customer as a returning customer. And you would think that wouldn't work that way, wouldn't you? You would think they would have so much information that it would be easier. No, and the reason being is because most of these mortgage companies sell the mortgages mortgages, on the secondary market. So they don't really, all they care is the yield on that mortgage money. Uh, Now, we've got a few local guys and gals that do care about their relationship with the clients. I mean, we work with a couple of those all the time. Mm -hmm. And so we encourage you to at least talk to our local people on that. Yeah. One of the things with like, especially like SWBC mortgage is they don't uh, sell their mortgages. They hold their mortgages. And for some people that matters to them and for others, it doesn't. Well, if you're holding on to your mortgages, you're going to want the refinance, even if you take a loss on it. Yeah. Because the going rate on refinances, you're, I mean, who wants to take an 8% mortgage and refinance it into a 6% mortgage? In The same, the mortgage company's giving up 2% right. on their money. Well, a, a company like SWBC that holds their own mortgages, has their own portfolio of loans, they have an interest in doing that because they're going to create a new one for that 6% if the interest rate goes there. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, the the part that will happen when the int- when the interest rates eventually does come down, which it, it it will always it will come down, it'll go back up. That's just the nature of the game of it. Hopefully, it won't go down, go up like it did last time. It was at it was at eight percent or seven and a half percent, and it would just continue to climb until it was at about eighteen and a half percent. Yep, right. But when that happens, people jump back into the market, and what. The anticipation is that prices are going to go up. That's true. Yep. We'll be back with more right here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We are talking about how's the market, what's happening in the market here in central Oklahoma. And if you want to call in and join the conversation, it's 405-840-1000. That's 405-840-1000. So the title of this article that I saw um, in the Oklahoman was, is this, Oklahoma area home sales coast towards winter, cooling some more, and what it means for the market. Oh, well, that's typical of this time of year (laughs) to start with. I remember the first time I ever said, you said something about uh, the prices have changed by 
property prices have gone down 3%. I said, well, check last year and the year before. They always mm-hmm. go down during the winter. People do not want to move in cold weather. Now, traditionally, they want to move during a school break. But so much of our life is without children now in the home that it shouldn't matter quite so much. But it's just our extreme winters here. Nobody wants to move in August, and nobody wants to move in January. That's just a fact. Now, August, the prices start to go down because if now if you you can buy up until about October uh, and do pretty well on the pricing for uh, the seller, but the buyer gets the better deal during the winter. That's just a fact. Yeah. So uh, there is just a natural. Uh, I mean, it is su- uh, de- supply and demand. It is you can see it. It drives everything within real we, estate. You know that article also mentioned something about supply and demand. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to that after our caller. Yep, we have our money man Dean Riddell on the line. In MLS number one nine six eight nine five. Dean Riddell with SWBC Mortgage. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, guys. How are you all? We're doing dandy, Dean. How are you doing? You know, it's great. Sunshine's out, so this should be a good weekend. It will be a good weekend. Uh, there's what is the interest rate now? Every, that's what everybody wants to know. What's the interest rate? That's the magical question. No, but we have seen a slight improvement over the last week, so we're probably in the the mid sevens today, regardless of low type. Um, so it's again the average rate over the last forty years is seven and three quarter. We've seen a slight improvement. They're uh, they're still projecting some some improvement come springtime into springtime, maybe into the into the upper sixes. So it's still a good time, Becky. Okay, uh, how long does it take to apply for a loan? You know, you can apply now, and we'd have an answer back for you this afternoon. Uh, so it's a, as I tell people, we can go as fast as you need to go or, uh, you know, take it a step at a time. But the key thing is just doing it right and, bet, you know, vetting the income. That, that uh, you know, to, to me, Becky, that's the biggest breakdown with lenders that are using online, for example. Um, I had a gentleman this last week who who's military, who's ending his service in, in February, relocating. They have a pre-approval, including him. However, that that employment ends in February. So my point to that is on the pre-approval, it's not as how fast as you go, as long as it's right, which <clears throat> in essence, we can't use his military, military income to qualify. So the key thing is doing it right, as you guys know. So... They can't buy a house. He can he can you know get a, an offer letter in Oklahoma and be good, or they could buy a less dollar amount and do it in her name only because her job relocates to Oklahoma. Okay. So there there are options, but my my point is is that online solution is not always the solution. You know you you got to invest into others and, and make sure you're you're being thorough before I send you that pre approval letter. The remote buyers do you sometimes 
do like a Zoom call so that you can see them face-to-face as they apply? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That way you know the questions to yeah. ask them, and if they make a, a different expression than <clears throat> what you expected, you you can ask a different question. Well, as, as I say, it's as invaluable to me as it is. You know, I think they they can see my, my passion with what I do, and, and yet I can see their reactions as well. So. SWBC Mortgage, that's who I went to to get my mortgage. Uh, so there you go. It is 405-858-7770. That's Dean Riddell at SWBC Mortgage, 405-858-7770. Or go to BeckyIvans.com, click on Becky's Favorites, and you'll see Dean Riddell right there at the top. Thank you, Dean. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Okay, article that we're discussing from this morning's Oklahoman is uh, percent. What did we leave it hanging on? Did was it? So it was, it was saying that the towards winter it is a cooling market, right? Which is typical in supply and demand. Supply and demand. So the, the interesting part, uh, or one of the interesting things, the article is, says that. Inventory has crept up 1.7% month over month. Uh, It's 21% more than a year ago. And we have a two and a half month supply right now of homes. Well, I mean, back a year and a half ago, we had uh, like a nine day supply of homes or something. Now that's an exaggeration, but it was just like 0.6. It was, yeah. And it stayed at 0.6 for... For quite some time. And what that means is that if nobody lists another home for, say, 16 or 17 days, that all the supply would be gone. There would be not yeah. one house for sale. Yep. If nothing else happens, how long will it take there to, to be zero? Out. Right. Yep. Well, <clears throat> the overall goal is to get to to get a balanced market. It has been about six months' worth of homes on the market. So there's a lot more inventory now than there was because we've got about a two-and-a-half-month supply, right? Right. That's a whole lot more than we had a year and a half ago or even a year ago. But the uh, supply of homes, if there's more supply, that means the prices typically are not as high. But this is a very strange time in the market. Because we see prices still going up, even with more supply available, so it's a it's a strange market. I and one that I mean, I've been doing this over forty years. I've not seen this market before, but the strategies used to sell in this market, to sell your home and to buy, you can. That's why we call we have what we call a strategy session. Because it's more than just listing a house. It's more than just buying a house. You have to know where are you going to hit the sweet spot in price, presentation, Mm -hmm. and area. I mean, there's a lot to finding the good deal for you. That's the part that we love this market because you actually have to have realtor skills during this time. I always say I am... Uh, I love it when the market takes a turn for the worse because you get rid of all the realtors that thinks it's easy because 
you really do need realtor skills, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of those to be obtained, and no one class is going to teach them to you either. Yeah. You better know your contract during this time. Right. You better know exactly what words mean in neighborhoods. And that's what I love is that it goes back to, again, we go to the beginning of this. There is not one single answer for the market. We're to neighborhoods. Like it, you better know the neighborhood you're selling in, the school district, and you the better, area. You better know your buyer and what your buyer wants too. And we'll be talking about what your buyer will be looking for when we come back right here on Oklahoma Real Estate On The Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate On The Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team here with Becky Ivins, and it is time for our word of the day. Our word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. Give them a call at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. Becky, what's our word of the day? Well, it's balanced. I am not balanced. Is that what you're... Well, we've talked about that before, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, about we've been talking about a balanced market and yeah. exactly what that means. And in real estate, the term balanced market is used to describe describe whether or not the supply is meeting the demand in the housing market. So we hear statistics all the time that are national. Ours are different. I mean, yeah. we're in central Oklahoma. That we are not in Las Vegas, we are not in Miami, even though we know the big realtors in those areas. <laughs> frankly, uh, I always look forward to seeing a Roman Pavlik. That's you know, that who is who came to mind, and and which is uh, uh, a friend of Becky's that I've become friends with. That he sells high end condos in Miami. Yeah. And they are very high end condos. Is, yeah, he's known as Mr. Downtown Miami. It, yeah. And that market is that's a whole different animal. It is. Yeah. Totally different than central Oklahoma. Uh he scoffs at our pricing. <laughs> but he but he's threatened more than once to come to Oklahoma City and try to take over the market. Well, <laughs> I know that when talking to him, he gets tired of it's a it's a roller coaster. I mean, they they go up by half a million dollars and down by half a million dollars. I know. And I often say, describe our market. We are not a roller coaster. We are a merry-go-round. We don't go up to the extremes. We don't go down to the extremes. Yeah. But we. But our horses sometimes go up and down a little bit as we go around. Yeah. But not extremes. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and this past couple years has been the most extreme I think we've had in recent times. Well, the whole U.S. went up in value a lot because, the frankly, the COVID market kind of pushed us there. Yeah. But – comparatively to what was happening on the coast yes we were 
much no. more calm. Yes, we were. Yeah. We were. And I thought our prices needed to go up some, so I was mm-hmm. glad to see that. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be able to buy a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house with a two-car garage, central heat and air in a suburb area for $140,000. Yep. Now it's going to cost you twice that, yeah. at least. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's where a lot of times, especially, um, uh, you know, one of the things that's happened in the market was during that time period, it pushed out a lot of first-time home buyers, a lot of like VA home buyers couldn't purchase because things were selling above appraisal price. And so you had to have extra money. Right. Just sitting on the side. You know, we're going to have a whole show about that next week, about why the the power or the lack of power of cash. But So, I mean, tune in next week if you want to hear a good discussion on why someone would sell their house for less money yeah. if they get cash. Uh, you might be surprised at <laughs> the outcome of that. If you want to join the conversation today, the number to call in is 405-840-1000. That's 840-1000. Now, I'm going to ask you a question about cash, and it's just popped in my head here over. Like during when the interest rate was so low, Mm -hmm. one of the things that surprised me was we saw cash kind of coming out of the woodworks. You would think it would be the opposite, wouldn't you? And that's my question to you is like you would think now would be the time we would see cash coming in and playing such a big factor. You can pull your money out of the market, well, out of the market or out of CDs or whatever you've got your money into, right? You can pull that money out because it wasn't making anything to speak Mm. of. And there was a lot of family money that was pulled out, parents and grandparents. We saw a lot of trust funds and, you know, family trust and that kind of thing. And we're not talking like gazillionaires. We're talking the average family where the grandparents had saved money and the parents had saved money and they pull it out. And it wasn't because it you could buy the house cheaper. It was because you could buy the house. Yeah. Because if you get a cash offer in a accelerating market that really where prices are going up, then you can use your cash as leverage and go, well, we don't have to worry about whether it appraises. Yeah. We don't have to worry about whether the buyer loses their job along the way or whether the buyer thought they had more income than they had because of uh, they work a lot of overtime and the mortgage company wouldn't consider that. I mean, there was a lot of value to cash a year ago. Nowadays, it is rare to see a cash contract, mm-hmm. cash offer coming through. Yep. It is more rare. Yeah. So, And even at the higher interest rate, you would think you would have the cash yeah. coming out. But that's what I mean about just knowing the market. There's more to the market than that. Yeah. Right? Yep. So next week, we're going to be talking about what does cash mean within the transaction. And so if you say, well, I'm not going to be able to listen. Well, you can subscribe to the podcast version and you can listen anytime. You can listen to all the previous ones that we've had. Uh, Innovative Comfort Solutions was last week about heat and air. He was fantastic. You know, Jamie Schurmeyer was just is, off the chart great. That is a company. If you have not had your heater checked, yeah. you need to have your heater checked. 
for the they have a thing where they charge $175 for two services a year. Like in the spring, they get your they check your air conditioner and be sure that it kind of comes up to speed. Yeah. And in the fall, they check the heater. Now, I use him on my rental properties because I don't want a tenant to get asphyxiated because I didn't have the furnace checked. Yeah. So we, I use him to check all my stuff, and that way we rarely have a breakdown of any kind. And if we do, we're on top of the list <laughs> to get our services taken care of. But anyway, that that was a great uh show it so, was and if you want to listen to it you can go to itunes or spotify or the iheart media app and uh, you can just look up if you type in becky ivins or oklahoma real estate on the move it'll pop right up hit subscribe let's take let's go back to our article a minute and what other revelations did they come out with in that article yeah so we've talked about the average home price and we've talked about the median home price um that the the other part that came up um, on it was let me see let me pull it up here. Well, and the number of days on the market, basically, and like how long does a a house sit on the market? Now, back a year or so ago, maybe eighteen months ago, the average days on market in most neighborhoods where the action was going on, the properties mm-hmm. were selling, was well less than a week. Now that has crept up to about, isn't it about two months now? Let me see. Let me pull it up. So actually the article did not have, did not have that. So the average day on market right now is 36 days. Okay. It's so average. Month. Okay. Yep. Um, and the, the median for that is 16 days. Wow. So half the homes are selling in less than just about two weeks. That's great for the upper yeah. end market. Our luxury market's yep. doing well. So, yeah. So that's uh, is is an interesting um, part of it. One of the things that it says here um, is on here. We talked about the month supply was two and a half percent. Two and uh, a half months. Supply. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half months supply over there. Um, so new listings. So in the month of October. There were 1,675 new listings, which was down 9% from the September. Um, you know, about how many homes do we typically have for sale in the Oklahoma market? Well, back when I first started, I mean, we, we teetered between 4,000 and 6,000 for years and years and years. But now we have less on the market than Typically, I mean, we were down to about 1,800 and some homes on the market uh, uh, maybe 14 or 15 months ago. Yeah. So right now in the whole, this is all of MLS, okay, so um, taking everything into consideration, there's about 6,000 homes on the market right now. So that's about right. Yeah. Uh, But if we have a two and a half month supply, that means we have a lot more buyers out there than is typical because they're not on the market that long yeah and two and a half months supply i mean that's a lot of houses being sold that that is that is that's quite a bit um you know well how do you get your bid in on the right house the right house is the right house for you not the it's if you're looking at 
central Oklahoma compared to national numbers. And it's kind of the same as looking at the individual's need and the central Oklahoma need. It may be that there's plentiful supply for what you are looking for, and maybe there's not so much supply for what you are looking for, depending on what you're looking for. Yeah. With it, that I had that conversation with buyers that they're they feel like now, like, oh, well, we'll be able to wait and think and wait and think, and maybe we might do it, and maybe we might do it. And if you're in a very popular neighborhood or you have a very popular style of home that you're looking to purchase, that home's selling before right. you make that. You, you have to do your homework ahead of time. Well, and I'll tell you, you can wait to buy a home. You can purchase it now, close it later. We can talk about that when we return. When we come back right here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. It is time for our smoking hot deal. Our smoking hot deals brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the south corner of 122nd and Penn on 63rd, just west of Meridian at 505 East Main in Yukon and on May Avenue, just north of Hefner on the oh, northwest, someone, kind of just northwest area, corner of Hefner and May. Man, just Brand a little new. north of there. Yeah. yeah, about a block north. Uh, okay, our smoking hot deal. You ready? I'm ready for it. Uh it is on Cobblestone Curve. This is three ninety nine nine, and it's a twenty two hundred fifty some square feet. It's got four bedrooms, uh, and two baths. And I will tell you, it is. It looks new. It's got the same uh, tiled flooring that looks like wood all the way through the house. Uh, you can see pictures of this online. Just go to BeckyIvans.com and look at it. It's Cobblestone Curve. Uh, and that it the neighborhood I moved from a couple of years ago is Cobblestone. I love that neighborhood. It's real close to Council Road and uh, Memorial. Memorial, yep. Or just, the Turnpike. Just south of that. And this is in Deer Creek Schools. And that um, I, I love this house, and I got asked. I did an open house here, um, and I got asked. Now, is this brand new? Is this brand new? I got asked over and over because it's in such pristine shape, right? And it's now under four hundred. Yeah, so that's a great, great, great property. We've got one that is uh, going to be held open tomorrow. This one will not be held open tomorrow, but you can call and make an appointment anyway. We'll show it to you, and. Uh, so that would be a great one to get into by the holidays because it is vacant and able to be, uh, it's a gated area too, by the way. Yep. Cobblestone curve. Uh, not all the properties there are in the gated area, but this one is. This one is and has a community pool and, um, just wonderful neighborhood with it. Now we do have an open house, t uh, tomorrow at 3629 Northwest 71st street. So this is on a 71st, so just off of Portland, just south of Stars and Stripes Park, Lake, Lake Hefner. Hefner. Yep. Yeah. 
Love the location. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can get on Hefner Parkway and get to anywhere fast on that. So, yeah. But it's still a quiet area because you've got the lake right there, walking distance. It is. You can walk there to the lake or... Uh, for for me, it is the the biking. You can get right onto the trails right there that go around Lake Hefner. Yeah, so there you go. beautiful area. You can visit it. If any of this is ringing a bell for you, you can go to beckyivans.com, click on search listings, and you'll see them. You can take a virtual tour. You can request an in-person tour. There you go. That's our smoking hot deal. And now we're going to go back to our article. Is there something else in the article that we need to take from a national level? Uh, to a local level or maybe to a local buyer or seller. So the percentage of asking price versus selling price. Mm-hmm. So in uh, in October, we were at 98.9%, and that was up slightly from 988 So things are selling near asking price still. I'll tell you, a smart realtor is going to have a really fine pencil on that asking price, too. This is the time in the market where you had better be pricing a listing right if you expect it to sell. And, I mean, it's a difference in whether or not uh, a home is going to sell is you're asking your presentation price on that. So you need to price it right. So Get someone to show you the numbers. Why do you price a house? It doesn't matter to me. I mean, you could sell it for 120% of list price if it's listed for the wrong price. Right. And you could sell it for 80% of the list price if it's priced wrong. So you need a competitively priced listing in order to get it sold. One of the conversations that – uh, I know we have with our sellers is you have to look at it. The seller is, is they're worried about their house, their property, which is what they should be worried about. Right. But one of our jobs is to think about it at, from the buyer's perspective over, because at that price range or that price point, they're not looking at just your house. They're looking at these others. And they're not looking at just your neighborhood. Right. So then let's take a look over which, how do you compare against the competition? Right. And that really matters when, when it comes to pricing. Well, and trendy doesn't always win out. You know, uh, the kind of, well, the big open floor plan with the island in the middle of the kitchen is trendy right now. People love that openness. It will that pendulum will swing the other direction to yeah. where people don't want the noise of the openness. Uh, so it depends on what you like as a buyer, and maybe you like the kids' bedrooms upstairs and your bedroom downstairs, but somebody else. I, I mean, I sold a house to a couple that were from Minnesota. And they wanted all the bedrooms upstairs, including the master. It's just what you did there. Really? And because they like to look out of their bedroom onto the tall trees. Well, oh. I mean, you could look out your downstairs bedroom on the tall grass if you want to <laughs> here. <laughs> well, there's there's some homes, especially around the Lake Hefner area, uh, built in the late 1970s. That was kind of a trend, evidently, yeah. or for, for a builder where... They would have living room, kitchen, 
office downstairs and then all the bedrooms upstairs. When you think about that, though, that was the age of the mass of the population was would could climb up and down stairs. The baby boomers were that population. Now the baby boomers that make up the largest portion of our home ownership population uh, don't want to trot up those stairs and down those stairs or or climb up the stairs and fall down the stairs or whatever. So let me ask you something. It goes right into this conversation. We do not have this large inventory happening. And it seems like to me, this is my personal opinion, we should have a huge inventory coming because baby boomers should be downsizing in our largest generation. Right. Are not moving. Well, they need to. I will tell you. Uh, do you know the average age of someone that enters a re- independent living? 86 years old. Is the average age? Yes. Wow. Now that's down from the 89 that it was about three years ago. Uh, 86 years old. I mean, that is a time when you should have already done your downsizing is probably 20 years before so that you could get into something and live there longer. The quicker you downsize, the longer you get to live in your home rather than in a retirement village. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can take us right out with our senior crooner, Jim Ivins, right here. Thanks for being with us on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. And may all of your hopes turn to wishes And may all of your wishes come true